Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. For over 18 years, I've been helping people achieve more success in life and business. And this podcast is all about letting go of self-limiting beliefs and transforming your mind. Today, we're going to have another episode of the Ted In Your Head interview series, where I interview experts that are up to personal transformation and other cool stuff and able to contribute their own unique contribution. Today, my guest is Lewis Katz, IT expert and photographer and writer. Lewis Katz is on a mission to bring IT peace of mind to small businesses. A graduate of UC Santa Barbara, as well as the School of Hard Knocks, he's been solving technical heartaches for over 20 years. He's also Louis the Lens, your personal paparazzi capturing the magical moments at special occasions and in our extraordinary daily lives. You can see his work at louisthelens.com and thecouragerun.com, where he's spreading the word to live large, be bold, have faith, and fear nothing. When the day is done, you can find him at home relaxing with his wife, Penny, or out back making barbecue. Lewis and Penny have a daughter, Susie, dogs Zuki and Maisie, and cats Joe and Peppy. Welcome, Lewis. Thanks for being on my podcast. Hey, thanks for the intro. This, this is so fun. All right. You're staying cool today because it's super hot here, man. It, you know what? I, I would have no idea. I haven't been outside. The air <laughs> conditioner is going. I am, you know, cool as a cucumber. I've had to go outside a few times today and it's not pleasant. All right. So, hey, uh, this is Labor Day weekend. You doing anything interesting uh, over the weekend for Labor Day? Absolutely. We're, you know, it, it's going to be nonstop. We're, we're going to go see the Hollywood stones down at the Hermosa pier. Um, I'm, I'm going to shoot photos. Uh, the, the drummer is actually a professional photographer, like world renowned. Uh, his name's Rob Shanahan. So we're going to, you know, we're going to go do that Sunday. We're going to see another band, uh, the guy who puts on these local, Elvis tribute artist. Um, his name's Eddie Stevens. This is his own band. It's no no Elvis. Uh, you know, over at the Yamava Casino. You know, so Penny gets a gamble. I don't gamble. You know, so I just kind of lurk in the background and you know get tossed out of, of various <laughs> venues. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like you've got a lot of stuff planned for the weekend. And in spite of the fact that it's going to be really warm, you're going to be outside, I'm sure, outside, like uh, uh, snapping photos, right? Yep, exactly. All right. Which leads yeah. me to the reason why uh, I decided to have you on my podcast, other than the fact that I really like you and I think you're really cool. Um, you've recently started publishing uh, what you refer to as an online journal. Yes. And this is fairly recent, and it's called The Courage Run. Correct. So tell us about it. 
Well, you know, it, it started out as just a very humble newsletter that went out to 12 people in my local BNI chapter. And and let me interrupt you. What is BNI for our listeners? BNI is it's actually an international organization of uh, you know, it's a business networking group. And you know, its motto is givers gain and so we we meet once a week and help each other grow each other's businesses. Okay, thanks. So you are sending this this newsletter out to 12 people and I was sending it out to 12 people and and then I thought, you know, I want to reach out to my IT clients, I want to reach out to my photography clients. People don't want to read about tech stuff. You know, this is just I I I wanted to essentially bond with my readers and share my unique perspective on things uh, from a, a, a standpoint of technology, photography, you know, whatever else would pop into my mind. Uh, the other, the, the, the strong motivator for me, and, and, and the Courage Run has a motto, and it's my mission uh, to, to bring the word to people, to live large, be bold, have faith, fear nothing. And this was at the kind of the tail end of, you know, California was still locked down. People were very shell-shocked, I would say, and timid and just going along with whatever the authorities are telling them what to do. So I wanted to throw a little sand in the gears and get people to think, you know, hey, what what can I do that's empowering? What how can I be courageous in my own life? Okay. Wow. And that's that's it in a nutshell. So um so that's why you started to publish a an online journal. Um but you know I've I've done blog posts and there was a time when I was doing one every week and you know it takes a lot of time you know, I had one image in my blog post. You have numerous images typically in your blog post or sometimes in your online journal, The Courage Run. It's just like really cool photos. Um, so, I mean, what's the focus or intent of that? I mean, maybe you could build on what you just said for a second. Like, what do you hope to accomplish by putting in all this time and effort to get this out regularly? So, um, I basically, you know, it, it's a platform for me personally. It's a platform for my photography. Uh, it's a showcase because I am out with people a lot. And I, I, I do a lot of photography with the military, for example. And I meet these folks. I, I meet their families. And... Uh, I, I, I hear about their struggles, and this is a way that I can tell some of their stories and to thank them for their service. And, you know, not just military people, but but people in general. Uh, when you talk to them for a little bit, you find out amazing things. And so I'll shoot some photos. I'll 
latch on to a particular aspect of their life that I find interesting. So then I got a, I, I've got a story with some photos. Mm. Very interesting. So it really is about about stories and, and people in particular, right? So you're not writing about chairs or planes or cars. You're writing about people. It, it, if I was writing about chairs or planes or cars, it's in the context of, you know, the people who are involved with them. Got it. Very interesting. So, okay. It takes a lot of work to take these photos. It takes a lot of work to write these articles. And yes, it's a showcase for you, but really, what do you get back from it. I mean, I don't know if you quantify how much business you get back or maybe somebody says, "Hey, I like your thing," but really essentially, what do you get back from the time and effort you put into on a, a maybe a deeper level? So, I'll, you know, I'll get people will email me and they'll they'll say, "Oh, you deserve a Pulitzer for what you're doing." Or I mean, there some of the compliments are really over the top but and wonderful, you know, certainly don't stop with the compliments. Um, but hearing how a, a story that I told, uh, moves somebody in some way, uh, that that's a reward or even I, I wrote about a friend of mine named Russ who, you know, it's very sadly, he, he took his own life, uh, a, a few years back and I, I was thinking about him one day. And just like, I, I couldn't stop thinking about him. And, and so I, I wrote a really long piece um, about that and, and about that time in my life. And uh, it, it, it felt healing for me to do that, to get it out of my system and, and to reconnect with some of the people who were around uh, during that time. Okay, so you said something that kind of resonated with me. Your your online journal, The Courage Run, is really a, a way to express yourself. It's a form of self-expression that not only allows you to write, but to express yourself creatively through your photography. Or would you say that's that's it? Um, absolutely. Yeah, it you know, it's self-expression, it's it's uh healing, um it's I you know I I get into this zone when I'm working on it, hmm. where it's like I I just get transported. So not only does this allow you to be fully engaged with a writing and and creative process, but it also allows you to have engagement with people out there that you might not normally have engagement with, right? Absolutely. That's that's very cool. Um, so um. A lot of your photos are of objects uh, or places, you know, like I noticed one of the things you like to shoot is kind of like old rustic type buildings, right? So we're, we're doing this podcast over Zoom and your background is kind of a, an old building that's obviously a little bit falling apart and there's some desert in the background. And I believe you told me it was, was it Ludlow, California? Yes, Ludlow, California. Okay. So what is your, yes, I know you're interested in people and writing about people and, and, and people's stories, but what is it about like a car or a, a, an old building? I mean, why does that hold such fascination with you? Is it just because of color and contrast or tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. And it's, you know, when, when we're talking about cars, you'll, 
you'll notice that I'm typically shooting old cars. Old cars and, and old buildings. Old cars, old buildings. You know, some of them are in great condition. Others are falling apart. Uh, and it's, to me, it's the history. Like, there, there are stories contained in, within those falling apart walls or, or, or the car whose door is coming off now. And, you know, you see the seat springs popping out, you know, from, from worn out upholstery, <laughs> uh, you know, broken glass. Uh, you so know, how did it get there? I, I can't help but see that as a metaphor for people as well, right? It is a metaphor for people. Absolutely. So like, uh, you know, you, you take a picture of this building and it has its own story and its own, you know, its own face. And, you know, you may not know the story. The building can't tell you the story, but just the, the, the photo of the building or the car, you know, communicates a sense of history um, very much like the you know, photo of a person, you know, whether they're young or old. So like, I mean, not to be too eggheaded about this, but like, I'm just, all of this stuff is coming up for me right now. And it just makes the whole thing a lot more fascinating for me, at least. It's, and, and if, if you think about, if you think about people, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about Seligman, Arizona right now. Yeah. And we passed through Seligman on our way to visit friends in Sedona. And in Seligman, that was like the old Route 66, which I drove with, you know, with my dad and a couple of his work buddies back in the 70s, when that was how you got to the Grand Canyon. Now it's kind of forgotten, you know, the, the I-40 goes through there and, and you can just blast right through and you wouldn't even know Seligman exists. Yeah. However, uh, a, a store owner in Seligman decided, you know, we love the Mother Road and we're going to, you know, bring it back. We're, we're, we're going to teach people about the history, right? And, and so this one man uh, who's still alive, and, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but basically he spearheaded this national movement, you know, to, to turn Highway 66 in, into a national monument. Mm. And, and, and people love that. People love to look into the past and to see, you know, they're, we're we're nostalgic. We we kind of gloss over the bad things. Mm -hmm. You know, we look at, you know, oh yeah, it was a more innocent time, and they had these cool cars with the tail fins, and you know, the families used to pack up the kids, and you know, off they'd go for a grand adventure. Very nostalgic, and is that why? Um, so many and maybe most of your photos are black and white to evoke that sense of nostalgia? No. Um, my photos are black and white, you know, because there's, there, there's color nostalgia, right? Sure. But the, the black and white for me is getting back to basics, you know, stripping out 
the things that that you don't need uh you know photography is about light and shadow and the contrast between the two and um when you strip away the color you're left with the drama hmm. that isn't always you know if you look at many photographs if you're to get rid of the if you were to get rid of the color you find you didn't need it mm. very interesting so um wow so why don't you tell us a little bit about your business okay which one <laughs> your it your it business My it business yeah. is called technoline and uh it, it, it's actually, you know, just like everything else these days, it's at technoline.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I am what you call a managed IT services provider. I work with small businesses, you know, 10 to 100 employees. Some of them have a little less, some of them have a little more. And I provide core services that pretty much every small business needs things like backups. They need protection against phishing scams. Uh, They need to have uh, something like Microsoft 365 or Google Workspaces so that they can collaborate with each other. They need to have up-to-date computers to where they're not all of a sudden they got a computer that completely broke down and they're dead in the water. Uh, they, they basically need somebody who's got their back with, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the IT needs are uh, in, in terms of both ongoing maintenance, right? So the things that they're not looking at every day, um, as well as problems that they do run into on a day-to-day basis. You know, um, something just occurred to me that, uh, <clears throat> you know, our our automobiles, like our mechanic, the guy that fixed our cars, you know, I mean, we would pay that guy anything to get back on the road because the cars, our automobiles were the vehicles that allowed us to get back and forth to work, you know? And if we couldn't go to work, well, our jobs are in jeopardy as well as our, our income. But now, uh, with, you know, with more and more people working at home and, and with the advent, advance of technology in general, the computer guy is the go-to uh, savior, you know, dude that, you know, you'll pay him anything to retrieve your data or, or, you know, to get back on board or, you know, to get back online, you know, and, and just, just the outage of your internet, you know, even that alone, and not to mention a a broken down computer, just like not having internet or a good internet signal is like, can be catastrophic for your business or your work. So, uh, absolutely. So the, 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 not that it guys were ever lowly, but they've definitely, uh, uh, been raised up on the hierarchy of necessity. <laughs> it, well, because uh, as you mentioned, the technology is indispensable. Yeah. We're we're very dependent on our networks and our devices, mm. and they they need to be up to snuff, right? You 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 can't be doing business today on a on a ten year old computer. Uh, you know, that, that isn't running a current operating system that's protected from cybersecurity threats. You know, even uh, businesses now take out cybersecurity 
insurance. Oh, sure. Yeah. And the insurance providers require that, hey, you need to have endpoint protection and anti-phishing training and this and that. And the other thing that most people probably don't even know what they're supposed to have. Yeah, I think you're you're probably right about that. So you provide those kind of managed uh, IT care services and uh, and 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 to to small businesses mainly. So if somebody wanted to find out about your business, they would go to technolean.com. That is correct. Okay, and if somebody wanted to access and 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 check out the Courage Run, uh, how can they do that? They can go to the CourageRun.com. The Courage Run. Dot com. So yep. you have your contact information there um, on uh, on those on those different websites, right? I do. So you could pretty much go to any website and find find my other websites. Okay. All right. Now, are you on social media at all? Uh, I am on social media. I've got my Instagram, which is uh, Louis the Lens, and that's L O U I E the Lens. Um, I do also have the courage run on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, uh, not so much Twitter. Uh, I'm all over the place, man. I, I actually post, I, I actually did a Facebook post yesterday because I consolidated, I, I got, um, link tree. I don't oh, know right. if you're familiar with that. Yeah, but Linktree lets you list all the different ways to find you, and so then I, I, I got that organized and I put it up on Facebook, um, <clears throat> right, so people can find the various uh, avenues that I travel. Right on, right on. Well, listen, I think we're we're out of time. Um, thank you so much for agreeing to be on my podcast and 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 talking about such really interesting things you know we're all we're looking for stories and we're looking for images and those are the kind of the guiding that's the guiding ethos i think of our day you know we want a story we want an image we you know m- many of us want videos but i think a lot of us are getting tired of videos and an image just project pr- projects so much more information it's just all very interesting to me and you've made me think about a lot of stuff so uh so thanks for being on my podcast And uh, for our listeners out there, remember tedmoreno.com if you want to get in touch with me uh, for any reason. If you want to have a short half-hour free phone consultation, that's the place to go. I'm also on social media, but I'm not following you on social media, Lewis, and I have to do that. I have to start following you and and see what kind of cool stuff you put out there. So uh, so thanks again, Lewis, um, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Take good care of yourself, and we will talk soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.